only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner of the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am officer kevin i'm officer grant that was Y'all incredibly distracting. That, that video, yes. that audio. I'm so glad that you have the focus to be able to do that. Every it was, week it was challenging. It's, it's always a, uh, it's always a sprint to close the window and to and to have the video still going. Yeah, at the same yep, time. Yep, yep, yep. Little inside um, baseball for everybody at home. We uh, we had some weird video of a costumed man playing drums. Not sure why it was playing at the beginning of the show, but you know, it's fine. We got through it. It only happened for us. Nobody, nobody believes us. Yeah, here we are still. Happened. Here we are still talking about it. So let's put it. Let's put a uh, cap on that. Let's move on to the next segment of the show, which was uh, thanking our guests from last time, which was us. Completely unnecessary. Thank you. This week, this week on Thought Cops, Thought Cops, Thought Cops, we have a very special guest on the show. You may know him from behind the paywall on our Patreon.com account, but you know what? He's more than just that. He also hosts his own podcast. He also does his own streams. He does it all, folks. That's right, everybody. I'm talking about sleep science, a.k.a. Josh. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) It's the least we could do. I mean... Josh, you've also you you've saved our asses at our live shows. You run tech for us because there's so much. Like you know, we we always manage to screw up something at those live shows. But the fact that like and the regular shows and the regular shows and uh, everything we do we we're fuck ups. It's true. You know what though? Like people that aren't fuck ups are liars. You know, like everybody fucks up. Everybody is a fuck up, and we just proudly display it. You know, yeah. Everybody else right. that isn't displaying it, they're fucking liars. I got the fuck up flag in my Twitter bio. What's um, that? The, it's... Po- the Polish flag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Josh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. We, we, uh, we, we freed you from your prison from that yeah. wretched paywall. I used to say always a fire bro, never a thought cop, but uh, no That's more. That's fucked, man. Yeah. That's fucked. Speaking of fucked, uh, tell us some more about uh, some of your shows that you've been doing. Because uh, since we've known you, you've you've begun a process of doing some shows with some people in the Discord. 
I have Dude, a, a number of shows. So many shows that I can't even remember what their names are. Please state their names. Sure. Well, I, I do yeah. three podcasts right now. One specifically with people from the Thought Cops Discord. So, Which, uh, by the way, real quick, if you want to join the Discord, if you haven't been out in there already, uh, scroll down to the episode description because we have a link to it in every episode. Uh, you can be, perhaps you can be one of uh, Josh's co-hosts. Um, yeah. And and you should join the Discord. I always advocate for that because the Thought Cops Discord, I've met so many cool people there. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the better communities online that I've been a part of. It's, it's, really we- it's weird that we've been able to like not only network for ourselves, but like create this network for other people, which I think is like really fucking awesome. Like the fact that uh, last time Garrett from Mega 64 was on when he was like, oh, yeah, I met uh, Slime and did a song with Slime like because of you guys. It's like, I'm glad to have facilitated like literally anything that happened within it. Like, you know, by all means, like that's why I like having these platforms and to be able to do this type of stuff and have this big collaborative project with everybody. And that song was awesome. I, I don't remember what it's called, but people should Silent Hillbilly. Yes. Um, but speaking of slime, uh, the podcast, one of the podcasts I do is with slime and with, uh, IO Netrunner from the discord as well. Also from a uh, discord news, people might recognize him. <laughs> yes. Um, and that podcast is called consumer reports and consumer is spelled with two O's naturally N S O O M E R. Am I, am I doing the face? Yes. Your name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mess. <laughs> Did you see that? Because I'm like, you're looking around kind of confused. Yeah. I was doing that. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, but yeah, we, <laughs> we talk about Marvel stuff in that podcast. Uh, is it like exclusively or is it yeah, sort of so like far. a, uh, like a, a Podzuki esque sort of like everything is Marvel now. We'll see what happens with it in the future. But so f- we started off as just covering the Disney Plus shows for Marvel. So we did WandaVision, we did Falcon Winter Soldier, and we just dropped an episode the for The Mandalorian. Uh, no, we've not, we're not doing Star Wars stuff. Let's I draw the line. A Star Wars is a type of Marvel. <laughs> I guess you could say that. It might as well be. Have uh, you guys seen uh, Teen Titans? Like, just watched wait, it? or yeah. like Titans? No, Teen Titans cartoon. Oh, the the cartoon, old yes. one. From, like, 2002. Yes, yeah. yeah. You guys should talk about it. I would... That's maybe. a Marvel? No, it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I was like, are they... It is a good show, no. though. It's called Smart Humor, folks. I did like that show a lot. Um, but yeah, we also did uh, Black Widow, and we're going to record an episode for Shang-Chi. So we're doing the movies as well. Okay. Um, it's pronounced Shang-Chi. It is, actually. It's like Shang-Chi or something like it's, that. It's, it's like a soft palate G sound. Shang. Yeah. But then I, I also think it's not I watched G. a whole I like video. Z or something. I watched a whole video on how, pro- how to pronounce it right. How long was the video? It was uh, TikTok. Oh. So it was short. Like it was to seconds. the point, yeah. It was this man that was yelling at me about my uh, white privilege that I pronounce things in a very Midwestern-esque. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. Oh, the place you're from and learn to talk in? Yeah. You, you pronounce things that I way? I pronounce things right. Huh. Well, I'm, um, I'm sniping discussion from that podcast a little bit, but they, they, for some reason, Marvel has been making it a point to like put a scene in their stuff 
if there's like a pronunciation, they'll like hang uh. lampshade on it and be like, two characters will discuss how to pronounce that thing. You know what? what? I'm yeah. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a scene where Shang-Chi is like, or I'm probably not even pronouncing it right, but he spends like 15 seconds explaining how to pronounce his own name to a different In character. the middle of the movie? Yes. Okay. You I know, guess I'll have to uh, <laughs> tune in and find out on Consumer Reports. I am like fine with that in the sense that if people on TikTok are going to yell at me about my pronunciation, at least put it in the film so that I have like a reference point you know yeah and not just that i have to like search for the information like just put it if you want me to say things right just put it in the movie i mean you're you're still calling it pokemon yeah so i'll never stop because i feel like calling it pokemon i I, it feels bad it feels dirty pokemon there's an accent over the e but yeah so where can we find this uh program of yours josh yeah, just just look up the title Consumer Report C O N S O O M E R Consumer Reports, plural. I think our our base page is on anchor.fm cheap. No. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That is the, that is the free one. It is free. We're paying for Nothing it like idiots. Um uh, but it's yeah, it's on a couple different things. It it keeps showing up. Yeah, I listen It's to, on all major podcast pl- platforms. I listened to one episode and it has not left the top of my Spotify podcast playlist because I don't listen to any other podcasts. Mm. So, wow, there you go. So, consumer reports—that's one. Oh yeah, so I've got another one called Untwisted, which is really fun. Oh and yeah, you've been doing that for a while, actually. Yep, yep. And, and we dropped an episode like a month ago, and we're about to start like getting into season two of the TV show we're talking about, which is called Round the Twist. It's an Australian kids show from the 90s, which is really weird and has a lot of like weird kind of off color stuff you wouldn't expect to be in a kids show, like stuff that probably wouldn't have flown in the US. Do you have um, an example of a good? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's an episode where uh, uh, one of the characters like lets a baby like suffocate for a while um there's one where there's an episode we haven't gotten to yet and and i'm really excited to get to this one but there's a episode where one of the child characters penis becomes a propeller this is children's programming yes (laughs) this is a kid show very popular kid show in australia um at the time and uh, I, I don't know much more about this episode. I just know that one of the children gets like a superpower where their penis becomes like a boat propeller. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, like, have you seen that? Um, I forget. Is it like Sweden or somewhere where they have that show where it's like that dude with like the super long penis? I and I it, and couldn't it, begin it, to tell you. <laughs> it's there. there it, this is like recent, like within the last year. There's some kids show in like one of the like um, Nordic countries, I think, where where this it's about this cartoon dude who has this like really like this extendable penis that he uses for all sorts of like random like things. he uses it as like a uh what do you what do you call the thing that batman uses to like utility belt uh, no, no like, the grapple hook grapple hook. hook yeah he uses it like as a grapple hook i think the whole show is just about like weird random things that he uses his penis for 
unlock um, doors. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> there's like controversy around it because like obviously like Fox News got a hold of it and was like, this is crazy. This is why Nordic countries are fucked up. Right. So, that's that's why countries are <laughs> fucked up. I thought it was because of socialism. No, well, that's that's the, the well, downside of socialism. <laughs> is you get an extensible penis. Yeah, it turns yeah, you out you get penis shows for children. Lots of penis shows. So if you like penis shows for children, <laughs> check out Untwisted. Un- Untwisted, the penis show. Yeah, that's with some of my Australian friends too, who like grew up with the show. So. Lukembra, Zanki, no. Vis. No, no, There's, no. Are there <laughs> None other, of them. No. Are there other people? Uh, people that you don't know. I yeah. actually have friends outside of you. That's Grant, crazy. Believe it or not. Wow. Look, the cats made an appearance. How yes. about that, folks? If you want to watch on YouTube, you can check it out. We can put up the full videos, and you can see a cat walking around <laughs> a, on the table. We completely ner- oblivious to what's going on. Nervously watch, make sure she doesn't knock anything over. But it's it's a good time. You know, we're having fun. I'm just eyeing that Goose Island glass over there on the counter, making sure that doesn't. It's it's far enough away fine. from the edge. Yeah, yeah. She seems more preoccupied with the uh, <laughs> with the cables, the technology. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of technology at hand, um, yeah. we have been active on Twitch once again. We've returned to the platform of streaming. Twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. Uh, we both streamed this past week. It was a lot of fun. Um, Finally. It was one of those things where like, I, I hadn't done it in like a long time. And I started doing it again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this was fun. Well, right. You know, I, I stopped because I thought I'd be like doing more when things open back up. And then they closed up again. And nobody's I doing anything. <laughs> I haven't done anything anyway. So right. I'm like, I might as well stream. And I started off playing Super Metroid, which quickly ended up turning into a stream where we just were watching um, 90s and 2000s infomercials on YouTube. Oh, cool. Like all those commercials where they sell those like 36 song pack of the hottest rock songs in monster ballads. You know what? I feel like that's an underutilized aspect of Twitch is that you can just like watch dumb shit. Like yeah, that. right. I no, wish that I could do like more of that type of stuff. I've it's been easy really... just do a window capture because we were just talking yeah, during yeah. the game. I'm like, we could, we just were talking about the commercials and I'm like, right. Should I just play the commercials? Yeah. <laughs> and we um, did for like two hours. Yeah. Yeah, because my my big task was finish playing Paper Mario, which I'm finally yes. free of. Congratulations. It's finally over. It's done. Leo never left me a voicemail of congratulations for this episode, that is but that's okay. Honestly fucked. That is fucked up. It was all it was all leading up to this moment, but he still uh, has time, Leo, if you can hear us, which I know you can't because I can see who's in the right. chat, but well, he um, still has time to leave one. But yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like maybe once a week one of us will or, you know, twice a week one of us will on like a rotating thing or something you, well, you like will that. Figure, we'll we figure don't, I, I don't want to commit to a rigid schedule right. just yet. And I think like I think just like a, po- a drop in yeah. stream is like, fine. For what? Because, like, yeah, things were more restricted when we started doing the rigid schedule. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I do want to do other stuff, too. But I also, yeah, streaming's fun. I just don't want to commit to anything just yet. Right. But stay tuned. Yeah, give us the best way. The best way to. Uh, I'm just laughing. Is the the camera or the cat's looking right into the camera here? <laughs> uh, the best way to find out when the streams are is just uh, subscribing to us. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash/thoughtcops. Don't miss a beat. Yeah, hit that little thing that gives you the notification. Um, I don't know what that is. I always forget. There's. There's something, there's like a bell or something where you get notifications, but uh, 
Yeah, do that and then make sure to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. We've been doing video episodes if everybody doesn't know at this point. Um, subscribe on Patreon. We got a couple bonus episodes. Uh, we got a live chat. We got a bunch of shit. Go to patreon.com slash thought cops and read your options. And shall we move on? Is there yeah. anything else? Uh, let's move on to two minutes of hate. That very famous, very favorite segment of the show in which we like to blank and punish all that annoying random crap that we see on the internet every single day of our lives. I keep thinking I'm going to scare the cat away with like how I'm, how loud I'm being, but like, she's just looking like dead eyed into the camera right now. <laughs> look, look at that. Stone cold killer. I think she can. I think she's like watching. Yeah, look at that. She's, she's wa- watching like, the TV. She's watching us on TV. She's watching herself. Actually, she's like, who the fuck is that other cat? Yeah, I'll fucking kill that cat. My two minutes of hate this week is other cats. Um, <laughs> I know my two minutes of hate this week is uh, when you try to lock your phone and then you accidentally hit the volume up button and you take a uh, oopsie. Didn't mean to take a screenshot. Don't you hate that? <coughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's a big problem. See, I'm trying to lock my phone and I try. So I'm listening to a song and I'm trying to I'm locking my phone and I act. I try to hit the volume too and look at For example, for those who don't have iPhones. It's like that on a lot of phones. Yeah, fuck that. So you guys, you understand. Everybody can... This is a universal... This is universal. This is relatable. Sure. That's great. Um, my two minutes of hate is... Um, uh, I... Uh, my two minutes of hate is... I'm tired. <laughs> no, uh, I, I want to... I don't want my my memory gets erased every time that happens to me. Instead of screenshotting it, it does a Men in Black thing where it wipes my memory. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like, shoom, and I'm just like, I don't know what happened, but you know, I don't want to know because that's why the, I don't, don't want to nebulizer. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to take a screenshot. Is I don't want to know the nebulizer, or is that something that makes old people breathe better? That is yes. No, that's, that's yeah. A med- medication what? delivering. Yeah, that's right, Josh. What, what the fuck is the neuralizer? neuralizer? Same difference. There you go. You got there. I can't believe that I got so close and just tripped and fell at the finish line. Bucket. <laughs> Josh, two minutes of eight. Anything bog? Uh, bogging you? Boggling? What the fuck am I saying? Yeah, this um this was relevant to me a couple months ago, but I'm still mad about it. Which is seems the healthy. Complete lack of customer service for Facebook. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah, my uh my account got fully hacked, completely taken Ooh. over. Uh overnight they not only got into my account but they managed to change the associated email address, the associated phone number, um all of the methods that I might have possibly used to recover the account became unusable. And because there is literally no like personal customer service that Facebook has available at all, once you hit a dead end with the recovery options, and you can, you can just hit a complete dead end with that process. You're just shit out of luck. And... uh I'm more mad at Facebook than I am at the hacker. I mean, at least the hacker got me, you know, with your pants down. Yeah, they're just doing their job, you know. <laughs> exactly. Honest working Americans. Um, 
but uh it's it's so I, I just have no Facebook anymore. And and I'm not mad about not being able to use Facebook because fuck Facebook. I was barely using it already, but I am right. mad that I lost like a lot of it's, history. Like the photos and stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's definitely one of those things I feel like I gotta go in and like back up all of my photos. Like cause that's Same. that's the only thing that's keeping me on that platform. It's just like, oh, I've had it since two thousand seven. And I have photos that span all the way back to then. And I would like to have those, but I don't want to fucking sit there and download every single one. There might be a way to do that. But um, yeah, that's that's my big thing with that platform is just like, I hate it and I never want to use it again, but it's got a lot of photos on it. So I guess I'm stuck using it and they own everything. That's another big thing is like you have to have a Facebook to use. I don't think you have to to use Instagram anymore. But there used to be a lot of websites where it's like you can only log in with your Facebook. Well, uh, or if you lose that login information, like you have to create a whole new account and shit, you know. Oculus Quest, you have to have a Facebook account. Ex- exactly that it, type of shit. Which ties into this because, and you can find articles about this, if you have an Oculus Quest, there is a Facebook customer service oh, that you on. can access. <laughs> through the oculus quest and there are articles about people who have had their accounts hacked buying oculus quests just to get their accounts that is insane (laughs) it's it's incredible and i'm not if someone wants to buy me an oculus quest who's listening to this what's an oculus quest is it like an oculus rift but a quest version Maybe maybe what I'm thinking about all Oculuses. Maybe it's just all Oculuses and I'm focusing on one of them. But I think that's one of the VR oh. systems is the Quest. Um, but yeah, we'll put my uh, address in the description. And if you want to order me one, you can get me one so I can get my Facebook account back. Um, so buy, <laughs> buy Josh a VR headset yes. so he can get his photos from high school back. Thank you. Also, it's like the main, it is unfortunately the main way I was sort of connected to like some old college friends, you know, like there were certain like events that like, like reunion events, people will only post on Facebook. Sure. And now like I haven't gotten around to it, but I need to like contact a bunch of like old friends and be like, Hey, just so you know, I don't have Facebook anymore. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing too, is like for like, I, there's very, very few things tethering me to Facebook anymore, but events, I mean, like, I mean, granted there aren't many events happening anymore. Right. I knew you were going to fucking do that. (laughs) I knew, I I, I knew that if I said, granted, I'm like, here he comes, here he comes. Uh, but yeah, like even like we do events for like the live shows and stuff. And I, I just feel like yeah, the the problem is just there's so many useless notifications on Facebook that it just yeah. completely clogs it all up and just everything is like so irrelevant. Dude, I don't go on Facebook anymore, but every time I do, I get like 15 notifications, like more, more notifications than when I was actively using it. And they're yeah. all just like, here's a friend suggestion. Um, here's a post, not even here's a post in a group like that you're in, but like, Hey, this group that you're in, people are posting there like just weird shit. That's like, Hey, we exist. Look at this notification. And it's not even notifications for anything. It's not like someone liked or commented 
or did anything. It's just like, hey, Facebook, this is a thing. Right. I own Netrunner in the chat says uh, Facebook dating is pretty good. What? Which I feel really? like, why not just use like any other app for that? Because well, I got to spread out. Yeah, I feel like so many people are like not on Facebook, so you're right. you're limiting Maybe more people are than we think. I mean, it's probably it's great for hooking up with. I'm assuming uh, older folks. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't you? The people who share a minion meme on there. <laughs> you mean like geriatrics specifically? <laughs> yes. Like literally older folks. Yes. Not like folks. not like the girl you had a crush on in high school that no, you want to rekindle no, something. No, no. Like literally <laughs> old people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're looking for an 80 year old. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a QAnon about to QAnon article of my way into some pussy. Yo, you, do you, I, you like Q too? Damn, I didn't know that. that. I like that's just what Facebook mostly is now. It's just like relatives who are just conspiracy nuts now. And like the occasional like event, and then you miss the invite to the event because it's like buried in notifications from like someone's birthday you met at one party once in right. college. Like, I well, hope Q officiates my wedding. I mean, if you if you do meet on Facebook dating, I think that is. Yeah. Have you all seen any commercials for Facebook lately? Because I've I've been getting into network TV a little. No, I'm kidding. But like, there's a couple shows that I watch that it's like you can only watch it on whatever app, and you get the fucking you get regular ads for it, which is garbage. But uh, because you're cheap. No, I mean like something that's like live on back like airing later. time, whatever sort of thing. You know, um, sure, sure. And there's there's these fucking weird ads that are for like because I think we talked about one time. Uh, the Facebook like prayer service or whatever and they're getting into like weird occult shit and prayer shit because that's like their fucking target audience. Makes now. sense. Not like college kids that are looking to like be friends with people online but just like psychopaths and they're all this shit about like healing and chakra and they do these they do these commercials for like a, a chakra healing crystal group and they just put that on the television and that's supposed to be for their product in complete earnestness. Like, it's like they're making fun of them, but they're like, hey, if you're one of these people, use Facebook groups for this. And it's like, I don't know if this is insulting or if we think that these people actually have powers, but it's it's bewildering. I guess if you haven't seen the commercial, you don't know that, but... so. Grant, what's your two minutes of hate, though? Right. Is it, uh, is it network television? Network television. It's uh, airplane food, actually. Josh, did you do, uh, punish? I can't remember. Oh, uh, did you punish? I thought okay. you said you wanted so, the punish was somebody would buy you an Oculus. Oh, that I mean, that is a good punishment, but... Um, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, someone has to... Uh, IO Netrunner has to buy me an Oculus. There we go. I mean, he's he's given me other consoles, so... It's only so he should just have to give you another exactly. one. Great. Every every console. Yeah, I remember he went to one of the live shows like two years ago and gave you a Wii U. He did. And then he How recently exciting. gave me his Xbox One. What? He's just given me free stuff when okay. he doesn't need it anymore. So you're punishing him I by am. stealing more of no, his stuff. It's not a punishment. It would be, it would be for in him. character. It. So I'm 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 It's not him. a punishment for him. He <laughs> likes it. Next, next, we're going to find him chained up in your basement. 
I did. I did my, let him crash at his place. That's why he gave me the Xbox One. He he just reminded me of that. Yeah, thanks for letting so. me crash on your couch, man. Here's a four hundred dollar <laughs> console. It's not that much anymore. My two minutes of hate this week is um we might have talked about this a little on the show, but I feel like we haven't talked enough about it. And I feel like it's one of those things, it's one of those wells that just needs to be tapped because there's just it's just full of life-giving water that this show runs on. And it's just like mobile games. They're all bad, man. There's yeah. not a single good mobile game. Sure, there's been some okay mobile games, but like they're all terrible. And I remember like, you know, showing my age here, growing up in like the Newgrounds era the addictinggames.com era like there was a lot of dog shit flash games but there were a lot of like really surprisingly good flash games um at least they didn't have microtransactions you know microtransactions and just shit like that and like even if you opt out of like using your own money to purchase shit or whatever like um usually they don't give you enough in the game to not use your own money You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, I remember when I was still playing Pokemon Go, they would, um, they would give you the little like coins and it's like, oh, if you save up 300 coins, you can buy more space for more Pokemon. And it's like, but that takes forever to do. So if you want to hold more of them, you, you just pay 10 bucks and there's more storage space. And it's like, what? why can't you just play the game and get better at the game? Like you're already filling these games chock full of ads. I don't know. It's just a big fucking ad machine. Like not that game in particular, but like every other game is just like in between rounds. Here's an ad. Here's an ad. Like, or you pay for it, but even the paid version is garbage. And like, they're just not fun. Maybe they're like, maybe there are a couple that are like addictive. Like there's a bunch of old people that still play Candy Crush and shit like that. There's still somehow people that play Angry Birds, but like, and those are like top tier and they're not that good. I was going to say, like, if you think about, I, I feel like everybody's like, oh, you can't criticize mobile games because like people, you know, when you were a kid didn't know about video games and they didn't, you know, th- you know, they think it's kind of comparable to say that's the same thing. But to me, it's like it is kind of telling that Angry Birds has been around for like over 10 years and like no one seems to have any nostalgia or attachment to it. Right. And there's movies too. like no one seems it's like you think about like. Mario was around for 10 years. Everybody's like, oh, I love Mario. I love right. Pokemon. They have so many like great memories and stuff. Nobody gives a fuck about Angry Birds. Like nobody gives a fuck about any of these. It's all this like flash in the pan like crap. And it's you know? weird because technology's come so far and it's like fucking, you know, maybe not 10 years ago, but like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, like we wouldn't have thought that you could have a fucking computer in your pocket. Like, it's insane. It's insane that there's a computer that goes in your pocket and you just use your fingers to fucking hit stuff. And like, the games are crap. That's cool. And that's futuristic. And why is everything bad? I feel like five years ago, it made sense to like play mobile games if you were someone who like traveled constantly. Like if you're like someone who like is always on planes or or trains for work or whatever. But now there's like the Nintendo Switch. So like, what's your excuse 
I mean, the, ga- the Game Boy has been around games. forever. Like, it, right. even then, it's a like portable gaming has been existent. Yeah, right. I, I can excuse it. Like, before Nintendo Switch, there wasn't, like, a, a, like a modern, like, yeah. portable yeah. console that was, like, that was, like, big, that was, like, well-known. But now that I there mean, is, like, I don't know... Like you can just you say that, but like I think the the DS and the 3DS pre Wii and pre Switch and stuff like that were some of the best selling consoles the, of the all DS, time. Yeah, the DS is the most uh, or the best selling and like the, consoles. Yeah, again, you store on the Switch the the online store on the Switch. It's better for a, sure. Has a massive library sure, sure. of amazing. Like you can play you can play full console games on this. Whereas like right. even you know 3ds, DS, etc. It's like you're playing DS games. You're playing basically Game Boy games. Yeah, but even for they're like a little beefed up games. or whatever. But it, it's like again, you you compare even like fucking older games like tetris to any mobile game and it's like i'll play tetris until my eyes bleed right and i can't fucking look at fucking angry birds it's terrible (laughs) i think it's all terrible part of it is like maybe it's like the art styles part of the problem where they just look ass ugly i think it's partially that but i i also feel like there's there's so many different that like here's here's a good example there was like a digimon game or maybe it was a pokemon game that was coming out and uh there was like the uh the experience points or the coins or something like that and it was like uh how many points you have and it was like a ton of numbers it was like 10 different numbers like this is how much experience you've gained in this level is eight three seven five three oh nine and it's just it's just like a string of numbers and it's like this is how you know that it's a bad game and it's like that's every mobile game. It's just yeah. how many points do you earn? A whole bunch of numbers. You get a bunch of numbers. That's your point. The points, they fuck all. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, you, again, you compare that to like whatever other thing. It, it, it's just like that's that's every aspect. That's like every collectible, every this, every that. It's just like so convoluted. There's so many things happening. They can't do one thing right and just capitalize on that one thing. Yeah, and like I know Ionet Runner in the chat here says, um, I have a few games on my phone. I open up for five minutes and then quit. I'm not booting up Zelda on my Switch like that. I guess like when I'm on my phone, I'm not like I'm not going to boot up a game. To like I'm gonna play. open Twitter and like, get mad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what he's saying is fair, but still, like, he's saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna boot up Zelda on my Switch like that." But again, the What's Switch has a you? massive library of like smaller casual games, which are still better than most things you can play on. Well, your and phone. you know, again, to to be fair to Ionet Runner's point, like, if I'm jumping on the bus for 20 minutes, I'm not going to bring my fucking Nintendo Switch in my pocket. Yeah, you wait know, for like, that thing, to, like that big thing to fucking turn on. Yeah, right. I, I mean, get like, it. I get if it. I was traveling enough, I'd probably get a Switch Lite. Probably. If well, I was like traveling. That's fine. But I'm saying for like, just like you're on the bus for 10 minutes. You're you're on your way here. You then know, don't you, play a fucking game if you're on the bus for 10 <laughs> right, minutes. But you're, I mean, you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to a podcast, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's just like, man, like we we really fucked the whole thing up. And I think again, a lot of it has to do with microtransactions and like just the amount of ads. And I feel like it's it's come sort of back up to light because I've I've been getting more and more ads for just like 
shitty fucking games. And it reminds me of like, do you remember when that like Clash of Clans game got like a a Super Bowl commercial and it was like Kate yeah. Upton and yes. she's she's like <laughs> half naked and she's like build your tribe, conquer nations, stake your claim and it's like no, no don't, nobody don't we're care. not we're not buying this from you, a Victoria's right. Secret model. Like who I don't know. What's your punishment though for this uh swill bring back flash games but for for phone stick figure death match uh fucking stick like rpg school shooter game <laughs> yeah uh stuff like uh, that there were so many really good- tasteless <laughs> stuff <laughs> offensive but it's still somehow better than school shooter dating simulator fucking, yeah like <laughs> And then here we are, like, you know, I'm still not fucking downloading, like, fucking Candy Crush over that. You know, I'd rather play School Shooter. Do you remember the one that was, like, Spank the Monkey, and you just take the big cursor, and you just try and smack the monkey? That was a computer class classic. (laughs) Or, like, there was a, there was Kitten Cannon, and you just shoot a kitten out of a cannon, and it just keeps bouncing on different, like, hazardous things until it eventually dies. Yeah. Dude, there were some garbage games, but I spent <laughs> so many years playing them because school sucked and because the teachers like were too fucking stupid to know that like everybody's doing it. Yeah. At all times. I mean definitely like better quality of game than what you're describing. Although those did rule obviously. I mean, obviously, like, there were some really terrible ones, but, like, but there like were the, like uh, some the trials, like flash, like biking games, where you'd like, like biking on a mountain. I don't know if you don't know what I'm <clears> talking <throat> about. You don't know what I'm. Yeah, the ones where like you tip side to side sort of yeah. thing, and you have to. Yeah, yeah, I remember that yeah. type of stuff. I played that for like. Yeah, a lot of that like stuff was like really class. addicting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just. Just shit like that. Or like, what? What was the one where like you? You're the little penguin guy, and you draw the line rider. Oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. You like when you're sledding. Yeah. And there was like some really fucking interesting stuff with some of the stuff that people used to like make with that game too, and it just shows you like you know what what you can do with certain technology and with certain capabilities, and a certain at a certain point, it does feel like the more the more freedom we have the less it feels like it matters the more it holds us back on that note though let's get to our top freedom stories itself of the week. is sort of a jail freedom is it. under attack welcome to thought cops if you haven't listened to the show before every week we investigate the internet's outrage inducing news stories and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment i have a good since you said freedom's under attack i have a good story to start with if yeah. you want to oh by the way yes uh should preface this by saying we're recording on, on 9 10 9 10 21 just we're, one on, day on uh 9 11 eve yes <laughs> so if you're listening to this now we may or may not be long gone oh so, so posted that's, that's a dark implication what the, the building would get bombed <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? No, but I we somebody put up this. Uh, they found this book from 2002, best editorial cartoons of the year. I'm assuming is this like for the New Yorker, the New York Times, or something? Like uh, that? I think it might just be a or collection maybe, of yeah. like 
all different kinds of yeah from different publications i guess Yes. Again, if you're like if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see in full high quality what we're talking. Oh, about. Oh, shout out to IO Netrunner and Leo the Incredible in the chat who said 9/11 Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I think of that? Because this oh, is. Oh no! Because I try and block that from my brain every chance I get. Anyway, um, oh. so this is just obviously a trip down memory lane and just chock full of. Just like garbage that somehow flew the back in two thousand two. It's ridiculous. It's bad. It's so it's, yeah. It's the Statue of Liberty with it has large anime eyes. Anime eyes. <laughs> it's really like honestly, it's like a a good image. Like the idea is good. Where it's like yeah, the Statue of Liberty watching the towers go down. But just like why do they draw her with these like yeah. big? Like Snoopy eyes it and like a big freakish. and like a big cartoon teardrop. I feel like yeah. that kind of like kind of uh, demeans the whole thing a little bit. I feel bit. like a lot of these comics that we're going to talk about really demean all of nine eleven, despite the fact <laughs> that it does seem like the people that made these had the best intentions. When there I was, saw that image on my phone, I didn't even realize it was the the towers in the eyes. I thought it was just like I thought their eyes were just like blood, <sighs> like bloodshot. She's stoned, man. <laughs> so here's here's a good one. Uh, what do you call it when you kill innocent men, women, and children? And then it's a bunch of rubble, and it says, a holy war. What? Yeah, so like this is like... I think it's easy to forget how worked up people were around this time. Like, emotions were super high. And, um... I mean, yeah, some of these are like borderline racist. But like... <sighs> I do like how even though even the ones that don't like so half of them are kind of labeled for like being like, you know, again, racist to people of the Middle East. And then there's other ones that are just like the last one you showed just was like a big cloud monster. They just had the word terrorism written right. on him or terror. And it's all this stuff where it's just like we're just afraid of this simple word of terror. You know, it's like. Right. So if you want to actually open up uh, that hey, one, get the fuck down. God, right now. What are you doing up there? Beeb. Beeb. <laughs> get down. Sorry, everyone, that we're doing a show and that we're trying to get... What is she trying to get on top of the... Uh, yeah, I think she's trying to jump onto the ventilation. She's fine going up there, though. All, all right. Looks, anyway. It looks fun. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, I do feel like there, there are a lot of, like, very powerful, very potent, like, political cartoons that I feel like have done a lot for all of humanity. And then there's stuff like this where like, I don't, I don't know if it's just like the styling or what, but like this weird sort of smarmy humor of people doing one liners about these very serious topics just feels very like Ben Garrison by comparison looks like a genius. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. I mean, it reminds me like they still do cartoons like this, but like this one is like particularly like egregious. So it's, uh, it's this America's hour of needing each other. And there's a, a black man who says to think I always hated cops and he's holding up a cop who got shot. And the cop is thinking to think I always hassled blacks. It's deep. Yeah. Like there's something to be said about it, but like Jesus fucking Christ. Like also that didn't last long. <laughs> no, this like black guy with like, clear dreads and like <laughs> they kind of drew him like very like caricature-esque which is probably not 
the intent. I think I always hated cops. You don't have to do the voice. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there, I can go back and forth on that. I would rather, it, you know, I guess be leaning more towards somewhat of like a depiction of like what people actually look like than somewhat of a... Why uh, is need underlined? Just America's hour of needing each other. <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, for for the cop to, like, acknowledge his own racism. Yeah, yeah. In this time, like, again, I, I get that, like, it's it's weird revisiting this stuff because, again, like... At least we both hate people from the Middle East, right? <laughs> like, that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> like, but it's it's funny. It's like, the, like you're saying, Grant, there's an interesting element of the cop acknowledging his own racism but then right. that kind of invalidates what the first thing says which is like he's like to think i always hated cops but it's like yeah but you hated cops admitted- because he was hassling yeah, exactly. yeah yeah he's yeah admitting to hassling blacks so right like you maybe you should hate cops yeah I don't, and there was like i do feel like post 9 11 there was that sort of time where it's like we're all coming together and it's you know, whatever sort of shit. And it's like for like three days. Yeah. Yeah. For three days, we all came together. And for 20 years, we harassed people from the Middle East. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it reminds me like the same kind of comic we still see, like sometimes even now where it's like uh, the kids of the superhero, like they're seeing a superhero movie and they're pointing to like a nurse and it's like that's the real superhero right and the same people who are like fucking like saying they should lose their jobs if they get vaccinated you know just like well at least i got to make a cartoon about it you know yeah but there's like there's this whole thread on twitter with like a lot of these and it really is like a, a crazy time capsule into right and again like yeah like this one is like saying like that it's (laughs) <laughs> like making fun of this like traditional like they're not like the, the they're not like making fun of their ideals for attacking the country they're making fun of like the way that these people look and they draw right. them like oh see actually like, he has a, a long beard and like bushy eyebrows he kind of looks like the devil doesn't he yeah and it's like it, it, again it reminds me of um world war ii with like the japanese propaganda right. i mean and even what even like one of these comics i forgot which one of this but i saw it earlier like acknowledges that fact and they're just like yeah hell yeah and it's like you admitted that thing from 50 years ago was bad and then now you're like it, it's so cr- like because again you're you're i i feel like we were blind to this type of shit as as kids especially as kids that like grew up in like predominantly white neighborhoods that like didn't have to fucking think too much about this it's just like you see an american flag and you'd start singing yeah you know well, uh, they, they any, make you yes anybody anybody Every remember day. that uh that disney channel thing did anyone see that pop up recently where it was like the uh the cast of different Disney Channel shows were like doing their like nine eleven promo videos where they're just like, I just see the flag and I just start crying and it's like Christy Carlson Romano or whatever from Even Stevens. Like this is recent. No, this no. is from like oh, twenty from, years ago, okay. but it's made the resurgence and like there was a lot of that shit at the time. But like, yeah, I mean, to see some of this, uh, some of this in- imagery and to remember back to those times and shit like that and like. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a weird time to go. It's back it's to, it's weird sure. to think that we lived through this level of like blatant racism. Like you know, like it felt like growing up that it's a lot of that shit had been sort of like pushed behind us, and you know, like the whole joke of like, oh, oh, the Obama era was like the era of 
like post racism or whatever. And it's just like, man, this was, I was 10 years old when this comic came. I was like 12 years old when this comic came out. Like Mm -hmm. this is insane to think about. Yeah. So people are obviously, uh, in, in a bit of an uproar over this coming back to the limelight. And, you know, I got a punishment though. Yeah. I'd like to see Heathcliff cover this. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the one you were talking about? But like Heathcliff is like standing on ground zero and everybody's like wearing these like hats that say like fish on them. And it's like, Oh, I guess I guess I guess I didn't get the memo. (laughs) And it makes just about as much sense as every other Heathcliff comic. If you've seen one where they're like, the joke is just that there is no joke, I guess. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, top tier political humor from Heathcliff. I think that uh, we deserve nothing less. Children love the freedom tank. Speaking of children, though, let's move on to uh, Steve from Blue's Clues came back. Little uh, blast from the past there. Now I was I was definitely too old for Blue's Clues when it came out. Yeah, same. Like I already knew the alphabet. Yeah, and, and that's count. really what it was. They're like, I mean, maybe, can you I, find the salt shaker, and you're like ten you know, years maybe old. Maybe I watched like, it sometimes right like, as a refresher, you know, just like if I forgot what came after M. Right. I'm like, oh fuck, what the hell? I got to watch an episode. Okay, cool, got it. So Steve from Blue's Clues, who I, I want to say that guy isn't he in like Flaming Lips or something? I what? don't. know. I'm pretty fucking sure that the guy from Blue's Clues, Steve. Is like in I know he, he like was in wrong, a couple but... bands and stuff. I think that that was part of the reason why he left. He was balding and he wanted to play music. So <laughs> those are uh, the two tale reasons. Tale as old as time. I actually haven't seen this. So so this will be a fresh watch for you. So he can't, there's this uh, video was posted on Twitter this week. We'll watch it now. Wait, and so was there... I Well, I guess... Was there like outrage about this? It's it seemed like a double sided coin to a certain we'll extent. Just, we'll watch the video, all see right. how we feel, see how we all feel. Hi, you got a second? Okay. You remember how when we were younger we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mister Salt, freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff, and then one day I was like, oh hey. Guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. Uh, This is my brother Joe. He's your new best friend. And then I got on a bus and I left. And we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Sure. Great. Because I I realized that 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 was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. What? And uh, that was really challenging, by the way. Take your head off. Because I got to use my mind and take a step at a time. And now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. And then look at you. And look at all you have done. And all you have accomplished in all that time. Yeah, it's just almost kind of insulting. It's just so amazing, right? I mean, we started out with clues. And now it's what? Student loans. Awesome. And um, (laughs) jobs. And families. And some of it has been kind of hard. You know? I know you know. And I wanted to tell you that I I really couldn't have done all of that without your help. And in fact, all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me today. Right now. And that's super cool. 
I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you. Ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Thanks for listening. No, actually, you look great, by the way. I actually deleted you on Facebook. Whatever it is you're doing. Said <laughs> so Blue's Clues 25th anniversary. Yeah. So I, I did see in the Discord, like, um, Nico was People were about debating. This is just this. like marketing. Yeah. It's definitely. Whatever. I don't know. It's it's kind of sweet. Like it feels kind of genuine on his part. It's definitely Yeah, I would say so. It's definitely sappy. I mean, I've have you guys heard him like sort of talk about his experiences with the show because like some of the things that he's said have been wild and I can't remember like where I heard this interview. Maybe it was like he was on Howard Stern or some shit like that or maybe it was somewhere else but like uh like he said it was like I mean like to show up at like a children's birthday party as the guy from Blue's Clues and kids were like, holy fucking. He's like that. Just like that. There's nothing that can compete with that, like <laughs> in his entire life. But that yeah. also there would be women with weird fetishes where they would be like, can you can you put on the shirt? Wow. Like weird fucking shit. So like. Like, there's definitely some sort of, like, he's obviously very attached to, like, what he's done and stuff like that. And whether or not this is sort of, like, a marketing thing, like, whatever. I think that there's definitely, like, a certain aspect to certain things like this and, you know, that, that people, like, even if you look at it from a perspective of, like, oh, they're trying to sell you shit. It's like, yeah, everybody's trying to sell you shit. I'm trying to sell this podcast right now, but it doesn't mean that you can't be like authentic or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, I feel like they probably asked him to come back and do some kind of message, but maybe they, they're maybe doing he, like, like a wrote- big thing with like all of the hosts of the show where they got them all back on for whatever, you know? Right, but he still might have like, written that himself. Right. Yeah, by the way, he was in Flaming Lips. Or, oh, you know, was maybe he? still is. I don't know. That's That's huh. cool. Yeah. How about that? How about that? So uh, 47. Ion Runner says, Damn. why can't you guys just enjoy stuff? Have you ever considered you're the villains? I consider that all the time. And I'm right. I've hey, we're enjoyed anything. We're the thought cops. We're, so. Are we saying we don't like it? <laughs> are we, well, there's some people, I guess, that were like, no, "Are we saying we don't like it right now?" He, maybe he was no, getting ahead of us before we like softened on it. But, uh, he might have said that before we like started. Well, yeah, because that was my question going into this because it was like, okay, this is like fine. You know, again, I didn't fucking watch the show. I didn't relate to it, but like maybe some people that did got something out. Of, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just brought it in because it was like the thing on Twitter this week, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Things on Twitter this week, the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think like, I, I will say though that I was kind of surprised that like there was even people reacting very emotionally to this who were like older right. than us even to some extent. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, like, weren't you like 13 when the show was on? Like, what attachment do you have to this, you know? Yeah, I guess, I guess that there's something about just like... Because like, ev- even if you didn't watch it, it's like we all knew fucking the guy from Blue's Clues. Like, yeah. That was just like a, a thing or whatever. And it's like, oh, just to see him as that guy again does sort of like invoke memories and just sort of like 
a a nostalgic longing for like the way things used to be in a certain sort of way. Pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven, exactly. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. I do feel like the two defining moments of my entire life were nine eleven and fucking COVID. I will Those say are I, the two things that I, have just defined everything in my life. I feel I, like. I know I forget who said like this. Technically? It might have been somebody in the Discord. It might have been somebody on Twitter. Point is, it wasn't me. So I'm trying to give credit to somebody else. But they said right. that Steve weirdly disappeared as soon as we entered the war in Afghanistan. <laughs> and then now that we pulled out, allegedly, uh, Steve shows up again. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, is is this going to be one of those things where like, uh, do y'all remember when people would be like, did you know that Mr. Rogers uh, actually has tattoos all over his body? That's why he always wore sweaters and he started working with children because of all the horrors that he saw in war. Isn't and he that just fake? Wanted- yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like the, the, the millennial version of that. Yeah, basically. But, uh, I mean, comparatively, every once in a while, uh, I'll stumble onto a Mr. Rogers video of like him talking about like whatever, like wh- whatever the fuck it was. Like, here's Mr. Rogers talking about racial inequality and like listening to that man speak always almost makes me want to cry. I don't know what it is about his fucking he was voice. Amazing. He you was see, amazing. I feel like I watched more Mr. Rogers as a yeah, kid than Blue's Clues, I even though it was a did, well yeah. before my time. But it just was, was like it? Mr. Rogers. It, yeah, I want to say it was like from the seventies or something. It just was, it on, was syndic- on the air for a long right, time. It was on syndication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It was, I think it was, it was still, still on. I think it was still doing like, new. They filmed new episodes when we were, when up we were kids. through yeah. the nineties, at least until yeah. the two thousands. Well, yeah, I guess then. Yeah, I mean, shit. I don't remember that much, but yeah, I, I remember watching him on like Sunday mornings and stuff when I yeah, was like yeah. of that very young age to right. appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to come at this from like a cynical angle. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I did see like a lot of younger people who thought that this was cool and nice and that's, that's great. You know, um, just, I, I just, you know, I keep in mind, you know, he, the, the skeletons that may or may not be in his closet from what he saw overseas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, may, get, he may be a little different, a little, a little right. jumpier now than he used to be, but it is, it is still the same Steve. You remember? I guess I guess part of the thing that <laughs> just don't um, take him to fireworks. You should be fine. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Wait, Greg, <laughs> Greg, you were what? just because it is the eve of nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> this country sucks. <laughs> you, you. Why don't you leave, Kevin? <laughs> Why don't you leave? Why don't you go back to? A different one. Yeah, go back to go back to where you came from, where I'm from. Go back to Glen <laughs> Ellen. Were were you? <laughs> I wanted to ask. Were you being genuine when you said like nine eleven and COVID? Like kind of. No, absolutely. Like when I yeah. think, because I've been thinking about this a lot. Like in terms of like, um, see, for me, it's Mario sixty four. And- <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> well, well, no, like in terms of large cultural generational shifts. Like when you think about right. a lot of the decades prior. And again, this is from like listening to a lot of Mark Fisher lectures on like capitalist realism and acid communism. But like the the defining characteristics of each generation were like the 70s were distinct from the 80s, were distinct from the 90s for like in terms of media, movies, music, like there were all these like definitive characteristics that we can all point to. And you think of like post 9-11 was just 
post 9-11. And now it feels like the big 9-11 now is like COVID. Like it feels every like, day is a 9-11. It feels like there were the 90s. I grew up in the 90s and I remember what the 90s felt like. And ever since 9-11, it's just been post 9 Like that's been my entire life has been post 9-11. Sure. I feel like I didn't appreciate post 9-11 though, like at the time as a kid, as much as I do now. Because like there was so much going on in my head when I was a kid. Bills to pay. <laughs> Mouths to feed. I, I had I had a lot of emotional shit when I was a kid. Hey, so, we all did. Yeah. That's and, why we're podcasters. So That's nine, a defining characteristic. 9-11 obviously like had its impact, but I, I I feel like when I hear other people talk about it when they're looking back at it, it's like had a, had more of like a, a like a cast more of a shadow on their life than I feel like it did for me. I definitely don't feel like it was a personal thing. I feel like it was a cultural thing. Yeah. Like that's when I feel like a lot of things just became less like like the concept of like trust in government. Like like things like that when you start seeing like uh the TSA become mm-hmm. more and more of a prominent sort of thing like uh, like just sort of like not not even just the act of nine eleven itself because I feel like that was one of those things that like we're all over it. like we know people died it was bad it was a horrific tragedy but it's it's not exactly that act it's everything that happened after that and any time that we talk about like oh we can't give health care to people it's because we're doing these fucking wars overseas that are costing 20 trillion dollars mm-hmm. like isn't it kind of sad of though shit, that like know? the fact that you say like those are the def- defining moments of your life and those are the, de- the defining like, defining moments cultural of moments. like yeah but like these yeah. like that even still like the defining moments of like shifts in culture like uh pre 9-11 post 9-11 just the fact that like we have like these the biggest landmarks like that we collectively all have are these like horrible things it's like yeah that sucks that like that's kind of how i don't know if our brains are made that way or that just the way our society is built around where I mean, it I, just I, takes I, like this mass trauma where it's like oh that's the big thing like, there was never like one big nice thing we all remember where, you know right, like right right remember the time remember uh, the time santa claus you know or whatever the hell yeah. like some like big like <laughs> some big great thing that happened right. there's never like a pre and post like good thing. i mean i think that there were in certain instances and i think a lot of times like the media sort of played into certain portrayals of those things and Sure. how we sort of understood them as being and stuff like that and a lot of people look at like the reagan era as being like oh this great time and it's like yeah maybe great if you're a rich white person not so great if you're like black and in the inner city sort of thing but like it it does feel like before 9-11 like the big fucking cultural moment was like pearl harbor and then the big world war and then everything after that was sort of like you know, I, I guess like we were in Vietnam for a time, yeah. And I, I don't know what that like eight. felt like necessarily. I think Vietnam was huge. It was I a mean, little bit was like this. Huge, but people talk about how crazy living through COVID is, but I would rather. I'm. I think I would. Ha- rather have lived through covid than through vietnam well again you one you didn't Whether so it's like you don't, have to, you don't have to you don't have to no i know think but, about but, that but just <laughs> i own that runner says that. so brave <laughs> <laughs> listen i'll take two more covid for the team i'm just saying over one war you wouldn't have even had yes. to go into 
Exactly. I don't know, man. Well, the draft was still <laughs> enacted back then, so like you wouldn't have had a choice. Yeah, so, no, you can just wear a mask I'm now. Jewish, <laughs> yeah, so. you can just wear a mask now. Was that a thing? But I, my my dad uh, d- uh, managed to uh, use um whatever what do you call it conscientious objector due to religious reasons. Oh, can I go? Well, and thank fucking Christ. Like if someone wants to give me shit for my dad not going to Vietnam, I'm just gonna be like. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't know if I could before. To Vietnam, I'm gonna laugh at you and be like, "Haha, your dad went to Vietnam." My dad was a draft dodger and gets angry that Muhammad Ali was a draft dodger. I am not kidding. What do you think you can glean from that information? <laughs> just take a wild guess. <laughs> do 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 oh, do, man. do do do. Anyway. Uh, no, but yeah, remember. Uh, Steve from Blues Clues. What's your punishment? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, going to say, remember when the Blues Clues guy like thanked us for being a part of his life? Like that's yeah. a big cultural moment for all of us. I think we can share that. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Shit. Steve from Blues no, Clues. I just don't want to wear a mask. Okay, it hurts. It hurts when I wear the mask. <laughs> I don't want to wear it. I would rather go to a foreign country and blow up a hundred thousand people that don't look like me and give them deformities and destroy their economy for generations afterwards than have to put a thing on my face i can't i can't breathe through it i'm getting brain damage timely relevant no shit pissed me off (laughs) what when steve from blues clues is looking right at me and he's like what do you do you see a clue it's right behind him. <laughs> Big fucking, fucking blue paw print. Fucking moron. I think the punishment is that he has to... Uh, and I'm just, yelling at him in the TV screen. He's not listening to a thing I'm saying. He has to get blue put down. I'm pretty sure blue died like a long time ago. Blue is a simulation. And uh, I don't know, man. We all, uh, well, I took the blue pill, so... I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to... Uh, start to do to do a YouTube video where he's talking about uh, actually did you know uh, Blue from Blue's Clues is actually part of the uh, bigger simulation theory of the universe like shut the Neil fuck DeGrasse up Tyson's like, did you know the Rugrats are actually cartoons <laughs> did you, yes, did they're you not know real. the Rugrats were actually supposed to be called the Regrats <laughs> because they were all aborted what are we talking about anymore let's talk about <laughs> The hottest new t- uh, television show uh, <laughs> called The Activist. I'm pulling it up. So uh, if y'all like reality TV, here's a new one for you. Get ready. It's called The Activist. Uh, the It's where activists go head to head in challenges to promote their causes with their success measured via online engagement, social metrics and hosts input. How about that? How exciting. So instead of, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is this is like tired. Just laughing at this response. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the new the turtle. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Throw that in the chat. You got to put that in the chat. Yeah, that's actually. I was actually trying to get this person on the show at one point, but um, the dog, no, the person who posted it. But uh, what I was going to say was like. Why Why not just get the money to the people who need it instead of having to spend all this money on production? No, we have to give money to hosts. influencers. Influencers need more money. They need to drink more bang energy. 
and they can't afford it on their own. It's three dollars a fucking energy drink. All that money spent on craft services could have been like <laughs> feeding like hungry kids, but it's like feeding like obese teamsters who are working <laughs> on the set. This is not a reality show to trivialize activism. On the contrary. Oh, is that the update at the top of the article? <laughs> no, it's yeah, updated statement. So basically what happened, um, this article on Deadline.com, I guess, came out and there was such an incredible backlash that they had to release a, a new statement after contacting the people sure. that had made the show or uh, yeah, I got heartburn Jesus too. Jesus Christ! I'm like I have to, th- like every other word I can't like say. I'm like, <laughs> I have like air. I've had like air bubbles coming up through my chest the entire episode. It's been torture. Smells terrible here, guys. <laughs> remember, remember when you said I need to start eating more cheese pizza? <laughs> I need. And we did. My doctor told me, and we did. We did. <laughs> we did. Um, I just was thinking about it. You know? So there was such, <laughs> such a big backlash with this fucking shit that uh, fucking they reached out to these people and they're like, "Hey, explain your show better." <laughs> people don't. People don't like this. They don't want this. So, uh, any any more thoughts? I don't know. This just sounds tiring. Like. <sighs> This, it feels dystopian for one thing. Reality shows about activism. Awesome. It's about the idea, the cause. Maybe people will want to replicate it on their own. Sure, maybe. I could I guess I could see that. But it just like it, again, it just it feels so like I mean it it feels like they're trying to capitalize on actual movements for like the betterment of humanity like right. and just like oh, ratings well, number oh this will be good for our nielsen ratings i mean i i hate to go cliche with this but it feels like an episode of black mirror like, and I, I was just thinking it's 100 percent. just like do you remember the the episode with uh what's the guy's name daniel uh Craig? No, Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya is that is that his name? Um, the episode of Black Mirror with him, where it's like he fell in love with the one girl, and Wait, then is that him. Yeah, man, I forgot it was that actor. That's a great episode. Yeah, yeah, that was him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reality show where he's like doing the, on, yeah. the biking or whatever, and yeah, he's on that reality show, and they just like all of his like pain and trauma and shit like that. They just like commodify it. And like, as a result, he becomes this rich guy with just like no message and just has nothing to offer humanity other than like this performance. Like sure. It, it feels just fucking like that, you know? Um, what this says, uh, first of its kind competition series that will inspire real changes. The series progresses from, whatever they they one of the winners goes to the g20 summit they're they're competing against each other yeah to see who can be the best activist and again do you think that it's going to be real activists that are on here do you think it's going to be like in like influencers i feel like if you're going to be an activist on a reality show and you're competing like you don't want to do something that's like 
like, oh, we're going to have to show a lot of like disturbing images related to what I'm like, what my charity's for. So like, we're not going to do like cleft lips or like kids with Down syndrome or us us blowing limbs off of people in the Middle East. Like we can't do we can't show that on television because that's not good for ratings. Like there's a part of me that looks at like this, this entirely sanitized portrayal of what is activism and what is like acceptable and non-acceptable in terms of like um, just the optics of a lot of social movements. And like the more I think about it, I get this like visceral sickness that like, like the, the things that is acceptable for people to sort of talk about and try and make change about if it's palatable to why are you taking a picture of me? Oh, you're taking a picture of the cat. <laughs> uh, Fuck the, you. The things that are acceptable and palatable seem like the things that like just get written off immediately. Yeah. You know, and it's it's this frustrating thing where it's like, yeah, in terms of like, I don't know, peaceful demonstration, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I think we would all prefer that to violent insurrection and revolution. Right. But like. There's part of me that looks at like how the women's marches were treated versus like how a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests were treated and how there was just like this unilateral derision of the entire movement of Black Lives Matter, like from every fucking point. And I I saw like this one video of like the, the difference between like a protest and a march and how marches are like great for the economy because like you you throw a march it's like a big networking event you go to a march you have fun you put on a fun little hat you you do a walk down a street and um and like you book a hotel and the the hotels make so much money from these different marches that people have and you do a protest where you're like hey we got to stop killing fucking innocent people and like it's just like nobody will stop at any ends to be like you can't let me tell you how to do this like this isn't good for the economy you can't be and it's just like man it it really creates a pain in my head to look at the way that people want things portrayed and sanitized and shit like that versus the actual reality and nature of like if things are fucked maybe it's okay that we sometimes have fucked reactions to them i don't know how to describe what i'm feeling any more than that but like this makes me very angry. Yeah. Like, but what if it was like Shark Tank? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, oh, uh, tell tell us uh, tell us why you think that black people shouldn't be shot by cops when they're unarmed. Like, pitch it to us. Well, you see, when I look into those, oh, those yeah, you don't have to do the whole. Eyes. You don't have to do the whole thing, but uh, we could pretend. Sure. You can, <laughs> yeah. All pretend right, I'm role play for pre- like five pre- minutes, guys. Pretend I'm Usher, who is one of the hosts of the show. That's why, why Usher? I don't know. So it's yeah. We should say yeah. The hosts. It's the, three hosts. It's Usher, uh, Pri- Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, and uh, Julian Howe. How? I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I have no I idea who that is. These three people. I don't. I feel like I maybe know who who the one in the middle is, but it's eluding me. But Usher, also, I guess they they had to stick a face on it that people would go, "Oh, that's Usher." 
Also, the name of whatever this organization is doing this show, Global Citizen, like that itself sounds like dystopian. (laughs) I mean, again, I I feel like this will turn more into like, hey, if you have like an actual problem with what's happening in your community, um, if you if you have a problem with the government uh, manufacturing crack and distributing it through the ghetto, uh, go on a television show. Like this is this is how you're supposed to do activism. This is how you're supposed to do protests. You don't disrupt yeah. and you don't make a big fucking deal of things. You don't show like your actual pain. You don't like go through a process of like trying to change things and fix things. Go on a TV show. Make make a YouTube and uh get 500,000 followers on Instagram and then apply for the show. And if you're too controversial, then you didn't do it right. But this is this is what activism is. It has to be palatable to the masses. Even if your concept of like what you're trying to do is inherently against the systems that like I you know, speaking of controversial, I do have a punishment for this. Yeah, I'm outraged. Tell me. Because, you know, these three hosts, they're nobodies, okay? <laughs> no one cares about these people. <laughs> All right. I got it. I get we we only need one host for the show, and he's a certain former game show host who's out of a job right now. Alex Trebek. And <laughs> And he's got a he's got a little catchphrase that goes something like, "You're fired." <laughs> That's right, everybody. Honestly. Donald Trump from Twitter. Yeah, Donald Trump from Twitter. Remember, you know, you know Donald Trump from Weird Twitter. Yeah, they should make him the host. Yeah, you pitch him the activism and see what he thinks. You know, That's he uh, this guy was president of America. During all this crazy stuff going on up until recently, I mean, honestly, I, I think he knows a thing or two about activism. This would make such a good mockery. That would make such a good mockery of the, the entire format and aesthetic of this show that I would be a thousand percent for that. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be a mess worth watching for sure. That's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, I guess is that the last story? Should we? Yeah, get to- yeah. Is there no other news this week? No, wait, that was plenty. That was more than enough that I can handle. All right. Uh, let's move on to something nice, something good, something swell, something key to the something city, something good, positive. We give it the key to the city to Neo Chicago for something cool we saw this week. My key to the city goes to uh, this Bart Simpson-esque uh, school prank that happened, Grant. If you'd like to pull up that oh, Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this. I saw this. This is good. I haven't seen this, so this will be a pleasant surprise of sorts. Oh, actually, I did see this, and it, it is very good. Let me just uh, fill this dead, silent air with With the video (laughs) and here is the video for everyone's viewing pleasure again subscribe to us on youtube yeah you can see us fumble you guys work for us in 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 this this, uh environment you answer to us and i'm asking that you do not pass this policy in virginia if you could thank you so much Ms. thomas we do appreciate you phil mccracken Phil McCracken. <laughs> Sulk, Sook, Mahidic. <laughs> Sook, Mahidic. Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> Ophelia M- McHawk. 
Just no realization. I leaned over. <laughs> I leaned over. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. I think Don Kiddick is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just him gets, saying it so matter-of-factly is so check him off not here. It okay. gets better and better as it goes on. Right, yeah. It's like it, each name after another, and he there's still no like no realization. Like man, mm-hmm. some of these like like you'd think he he like might get a little suspicious at one name, but be like that's got to be a coincidence. But then he would say the next name, right? Like, Oh, okay. I see the pattern. And I feel like they, they picked the right names, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you can go overboard with that shit, right. you know. And he delivers them perfectly. Like the way he reads them is Don Kedick. <laughs> I need a man to hug and kiss. <laughs> Wait a second. Right. Like if someone would have put Amanda hug and kiss, <laughs> you would have been like, come on, this is a serious meeting. But he just, he flew through that list of names. I would say he gave them all appropriate attention, you know, just to make sure if they were present or not. Because, you know, he might have, he, maybe he did recognize there was a pattern and be like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Donkey Dick could be here. <laughs> That's just like the kind of great, like, it's like not political. It's just nice, like immature, like juvenile bullshit humor. Yep. Speaking of uh, 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> and and this level of do you do you all remember when there was like something happened with like one of the asianic airlines and on the evening news someone tricked one of the reporters with the teleprompter of like a bunch of different names of like here were the pilots that were on this flight that crashed into the ocean and it was like some Ting Wong. Do you remember that? Might have missed that one. Bagel? That was maybe 2012 or something. Like Ao Bang Ding or so. Like just like mm. horrifically offensive, racist sounding. Like just. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Anyway, Josh, what's your uh, <laughs> what's your key to the city? Oh, um. Something good. Honestly, my my key to the city for Neo Chicago uh goes to Neo Chicago. Woo! I, I just like <laughs> I you know, things aren't amazing, but like You're telling me. compared to the rest of the country, our city has been doing okay. Yeah, we've we've had some wins this pandemic, yeah. Yeah, um, I do feel like our governor has handled it better than a lot of other governors, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, even though it's like, I mean, he didn't go to Cancun or anything like that during a right blackout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yet to be seen like how things are going to go from here. But currently, I'm, I'm like fairly happy with where things are at. I've been, I've been able to go out and enjoy the city again. Um, it's felt really good. Like I moved to a new part of the city earlier this year. What's the address? Uh, nine, nine, nine. Yeah. I had a bit going there. You'll just have to believe me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying 
things being open, but but the city still like there's a mask mandate in place right now, and I think that's a good thing. I'm fi- I don't I don't care. You know, I'm I'm fine with the masks. At this point, I don't fucking give a shit anymore. I'm I'm looking for cool new stylistic uh aesthetically pleasing I, I, masks. I, I can't I, I know I hear a lot of people say this, but I, I cannot trick myself into thinking I like the masks. Am oh, I still I, gonna I wear them? It. Yeah, sure. But like I would rather not. I would very much rather not. Sure. I would rather not, but you know, I've I've uh treated myself worse. Right. I mean but, yeah. But right now they're doing what they need to do. Yeah. And the you know I'm no fan of Lori Lightfoot, but you know Lori Lightfoot and and uh, Governor, you know, they're doing the right things when it comes to COVID right now. And I'm getting to enjoy the city and enjoy hanging out with my friends. And, you know, I've had a good summer. So I just want to say my key to the city goes to the city of New York, Chicago. Woo-hoo. Giving it back. Yeah. Um, my key to the city this week goes to the movie Blade Runner, which I've recently revisited. Now, I know in... um. In an episode of Fire Bros, um, we reviewed Blade Runner 2049, and I talked about how I really liked that movie, but the first time that I watched Blade Runner, I thought it was very boring, and I didn't like it, and so now I finally got around to rewatching the original Blade Runner, and I liked it a lot. Might be one of my favorite movies. Wow. That is a big twist from going from not liking it well, you know, to w- one of your favorites. You know what I think happened also is, you know, back back in college when I was Minecrafting movies more often, I think I got the original cut with a narration. I've never and seen I, that. I just Same. it was not good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And <laughs> I've I, heard I feel good. like that was probably part of my non enjoyment. I think probably. that that and the fact that I watched it on a laptop. And so I watched it on this TV that's right here, and there was no narration. I watched the final cut, and it was a really good movie. Like, it was the perfect balance of, like, just everything that I like about that genre of movie and, like, just the the, the pacing and every, everything felt, like, correct, you know, with that movie. I was I was surprised by how much I liked it. Do you think the sequel helps you appreciate it a little bit more? I, I definitely think that it does, but I also think that like the final cut of that movie was yeah. a, a huge boost forward that I wish that I had watched that the first time that I'd seen it. But I, I also do feel like the sequel did make me want to go back and rewatch it because if it weren't for the sequel, I might not have revisited it. Yeah, mm. I think it's a, like an amazing looking movie. I need to watch it again. Because both times I've watched it, I've it's like, on Netflix right I've now. Like fallen asleep. I think and until had to like the end of the and month. Like start from where I it's definitely like, slow pace. Yeah, and especially with the lack of narration. Like obviously, if you've seen it before, you know what happens or whatever. But there is a lot of like it's very like moody, you know, and you just sort of have to decipher these things and what they mean and stuff like that. But like I really like this. Is like again as a second viewing too. It's like, yeah, I sort of remembered what had happened more or less, but like, again, revisiting it, knowing what had happened, and then taking the narration away, watching it on a big screen TV, like all these things, it was like, oh, shit, this is like, really way better than I thought that it was, you know? Cool. So, yeah, that's it. That's the key to the city. 
That's all we got. <laughs> now, there's more of the show. There's more. There's more to the show. Yeah, believe it or not, we do have a uh, Thought Cops Word of the Week, which uh, this oh. week's Word of the Week is Bullet Maxing. <laughs> you, may, you may remember Jester Maxing. Now, this is a different one called uh, Bullet Maxing, in which... Um, Maybe this is fake. Maybe it's not, but it's this post on well, 4chan. I, it says, hey, yeah, here, I'm going to pull it up on the screen real quick. Yep. But uh, there it's the image is definitely something. It says, hey, commandos, I started micro dosing bullets by shooting myself <laughs> in the leg with uh, 177 pellets. After, and after two months, they stopped breaking my skin. So I've moved up to 22 pellets. My goal is to work up to 22 LR by the end of the that means uh, by the end of the year and then one day to get to point two two three is this possible? Can I become bulletproof? Move into larger and then <laughs> I can't wait until all the comments th- that are like that's not how you say that caliber of I know like- I know it's <laughs> like that's not the fucking point of the show okay this is not yeah but yeah the, and there's a, a accompanying image here if you're watching you can see it here it's a guy with his leg just covered in tiny bullet holes <laughs> like from like a BB gun or something right so uh you know they we'll- stop breaking skin so he's gonna become bulletproof I, just lo- I love the the phrase micro dosing bullets <laughs> that's my favorite could you imagine he did become bulletproof and we're all sitting here laughing at him like fucking morons yeah i assume this is what the the sh- that show invincible is about it's about this dude yeah it is yeah and good for him anyway speaking of good for people uh josh do you want to uh before we get to our listener voicemails uh plug where we can find you on any and all platforms sure well i, I mean what's I, your address I'm te- the listeners are dying to know i'm technically on twitter as underscore sleep science but i was never sleep science twitter. taken yes no that sucks yeah um thought cops was taken too uh, but yeah, just to restate, my podcasts are Consumer Reports, um, Untwisted. I also have a third podcast I didn't mention called Cinemocracy, where I, it's like 10 to 15 minute episodes where I review movies that people vote on me, uh, vote on the movies that I'm going to watch. Oh, is that why you're always dropping in uh, quizzes of like, what should I watch this week? Yeah, I put straw polls. I link straw polls in Discord servers I'm in. Plus, there is a Cinemocracy Discord server. Someone's fucking drag racing outside the apartment. <laughs> also, probably not going to pick up on the mic. Well, it, no. we all just <laughs> looked <loud>. over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I uh, if you look up Cinemocracy podcast in the descriptions of the episodes, you can find a link to that. Uh, Discord, but also I post the polls in the Thought Cops Discord of what movie should I watch? And then I watch that movie and I record an episode talking about it. It's it's just really simple and it's just a way for me to watch more movies, basically. Something you definitely need to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't watching enough movies. <laughs> so enable Josh by checking that out. Yes. But uh, like more so to like catch up on like like classic movies or like older the classics movies yeah I never got around to seeing i um yeah for a while i was working my way through that uh what's it called that list of like the afi top 100 movies and mm. there's a lot of boring shit in there so sort of gave up after a while but uh 
Speaking of giving up after a while, uh, we're going to move on <laughs> to our that time of the show, final yeah. segment, uh, the listener voicemails. If you would like to leave your own listener voicemail, you can give us a call at 312-788-7361, or you can record a little uh, audio file on your phone and email it to us at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. It's that easy. Please stop sending us spam mail to that email address um, that'll solve the problem without further ado gonna hit play i'm going that sweet science is now a guest because cool guys like him are in- wait that was it no there was more to that yeah. voice right now <laughs> hold on i'm going that sweet science is now a guest because cool guys like him are in real short supply Oh, that's that's very nice. And I just want to say, like, going forward to, to, to the voicemails after this, that was a nice one. But just for future reference, I am insecure about my height. So if people going forward could not, you should have said that a long that. time ago. <laughs> but but that has because there's to do sort with of the a lot of people. Yeah, there's no, a lot no. of people that that was a very kind voicemail. Yes. Um, sorry we cut it off early. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, but uh. But uh oh, the, here's a, here's something we haven't heard in a wow, while. Wow, what's this? What what's what's this on the screen right now? What it, what it, what what, it, what it... all the listeners at home smiling when they start hearing this? Like oh, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god! This is the Discord news for this week. What happened to the quality? You all the news worth reporting terrible. from the virtual streets <laughs> of Neo Chicago. Kevin and Sleep Science had a lengthy discussion about quote unquote cheese pizza <laughs> in the quote unquote food channel. Definitely okay. not. 68 <laughs> Tech Sub has plagued the server with mysterious pictures of people that no one knows who they are. <laughs> Heathcliff has dominated Hashtag General as the comic has featured Garfield in every strip this week. To quote Heathcliff text, Heathcliff is having a Garfield arc. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> At the beginning of the week, Joey Avocado declared himself to be back. But no one really knew what he meant as he didn't leave or stop posting or anything like that. <laughs> Hashtag visual media became very The Matrix focused after the trailer for the fourth movie dropped. And Ionetra now wouldn't shut up about some Matrix MMO game he played. I don't know, 20 years ago? Ask him, he's old. Hashtag gamer Americans continue to sway out over Nintendo. Some things just never change. <laughs> Hashtag Neo Chicago is now Hashtag Neo Wuhan. Grant will be updating his TikTok bit accordingly. And now to our final segment of the program. Sports update. Internet League Blaseball has been on hiatus since the end of the 24th season, during which all the teams got sucked into a black hole. Blaseball is currently elsewhere, but promises to return soon. This week's Discord News has been presented to you by Joey Avocado and Ayo Nedrunner. Okay. Guys, Thanks, fellas. Guys, what the hell was that? What the fuck is Discord? Yeah, that's I I couldn't tell, I couldn't begin for, to tell you. I'm like a guest on the show, and you're just gonna play some weird, like obscure shit like that. I I have no reference for that. This is yeah, a good bit you're this doing. Is, this is something we have to talk about. This is <laughs> a lot. We're alienating everybody who comes. Alienating to the show. ourselves, yeah. really, at the end of the day. I don't think it's that alienating. I'm biased because I'm in the Discord. No, yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad to hear him back. I want to say, I know, I'm sorry that I'm, I think something happened with the file compression, so it sounded kind of weird, but I want to say th- thank you. We're glad to have the news back. That's so great. Yeah. 
anyway. Speaking of which, I might eat those words in just a second. <laughs> I can't here. wait to hear this one. <laughs> just look at look at the file name. I see. <laughs> here we go. Okay, so I'm really sick of like fat women specifically like <laughs> gaslighting us. Um, Grease lighting, I guess. Oh, um, my God. Oh. There, there's a phenomenon. It's been a thing on the internet for so long. It's so annoying. It's like some big, fat, white bitch who's like, oh, I may be fat, but your boyfriend doesn't seem to mind. So, first of all, we're bragging about uh, being a homewrecker. That's really empowering. And two, you're just lying. You're, this is just a fat woman cope. And my punishment is fat women need to be funny like fat men have historically been. Like Chris Farley or Patrice O'Neill, or at least be jolly. Don't be a hater. <laughs> okay. Really, really showed those fat women who's boss. So yeah. she's saying we need a female Santa? Is that what I kind of got from that? Yes. I don't know. I love the voicemails about just like fat people did this thing because people were calling them fat and so they yeah. tried to own it and I hate them for it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's uh, let's move on. And good evening, Thought Cops. Once again, it is I, Leo the Incredible. Oh, hello, Leo. Possibly, very possibly gracing your voicemail on this Friday evening. I made this happen. This is, is true. It is very unusual leave a voicemail on a Friday night. Nonetheless, <laughs> your recall so. for celebration. Grant. What? Oh, yes, Grant. Yes. Oh, oh no. my oh, God. You have beaten Paper Mario. Finally. You Super Mario RPG 2. <laughs> I Although guess so. Although you didn't parade the body around the streets, there was a parade held. No bodies, but a parade. This is worthy. Jeez. It was Definitely fun. worthy. My friend, you've accomplished what I've been waiting for for months. And for that, I am pleased. Kevin, give that man the most affirmative nod you've ever given a man. I don't want do these affirmative nods. Damn it, Grant. I'm proud of you. We're both doing it, yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you. We're all so proud. I, I was surprised because I know you just kind of hopped on the stream randomly and I didn't realize you were going like, to I was finish like really, off. Yeah, I was Mario. really close to the end. Yeah. And you know, then it's like, then I had to move. And so it's like I boxed the N64 up and then I was just like, I... I have to beat this game and I have to do yeah. it tonight. Yeah. And so it took like, I think an hour and a half I streamed for and I beat it. So it had to happen. This occasion. Yeah. True. Truly. And now I will not stream another game like that for quite some time. I do want to stream thousand year door eventually, but sort of like what you did, Kevin, I might just do a, fucking super nintendo game and then end up getting derailed and watching dumb youtube videos yeah, like that's whatever happens you know yeah so let's i think this is the last one all right what's going on guys hope you're doing well you don't hear from me from weeks and then twice in one episode i'm sorry <laughs> apologies have to be like this um my two minutes of hate this week is the word sustainable and it's because the corporations have found out about sustainability. Woke. And that means the word is dead. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Everything now is sustainable. Based. Everything you can buy now is sustainable. And it's especially like with these, I don't know if this, if you guys know this company, but it's called Swappy. 
And I get ads for this thing constantly. It's where you can buy refurbished phones. And they have an ad like, not only are you saving money, but it's more environmentally friendly and it's more sustainable and shit. It's like, no, you know what's sustainable? Not buying a fucking phone. (laughs) I don't care if it's been refurbished. Don't buy shit. That's sustainable. Yeah. You're not sustainable by buying shit. I hate it. And you know that the people that fall for this are the kind of people that post infographics on their Instagram stories. So you know exactly where we stand on this topic of discussion over here. Um, Because it's late at night and I'm tired, I'll let you guys come up with a punishment. Oh, that's nice. Oh, make yeah. us, bitch. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> make us do our job. <laughs> Voicemail was titled, Sustain My Dick and Balls. That's how he sent it, and I just left it. <laughs> um, th- th- there is a good point with that. Um, I feel like that that's another one of those like corporate buzzwords that they just sort of throw out, and it's inherently meaningless, but that people derive some sort of meaning from it. And like he was saying, like... That's like a lot of people that buy like sustainable cars and it's like, look, the amount of fucking carbon output that was emitted into the atmosphere by creating that car was enormous. You buying a Tesla does not offset your carbon footprint. One, two, when you fucking plug your Tesla in and you get electricity into your car, where do you think that that's electricity is coming from? The ground and the dead dinosaur oil that we fucking drilled up. So, like, yeah, sustainable. I don't know. I don't think so. Is that the last voicemail? (laughs) The last voicemail. We have to punish him. Oh, shit. Um, uh, We have to punish sustainable. Sustainable? Uh, Fuck. This shit's not... uh, Sustainable? These phones are breaking after six months. They're not that sustainable. You just, uh, the earth turns into the big, uh, the earth turns into the movie Wally. It's just a big pile of garbage with a bunch big, of fat people on big it. Big garbage pile with a bunch of fat people. Hey, uh, Wally, not supposed to be a documentary, <laughs> folks. Not supposed to be a blueprint. Oh, yeah. How the heck did that happen? Well, if that inspired you to leave your own voicemail, uh, <laughs> give us a call. 312-788-7361 or send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to support the show, get free, uh, get extra bonus content. Uh, help the show out. It makes us feel good. Let's, let's, yeah. What am I trying to say? Basically, is head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. You get all kinds of bonus content. You get to hang out in the live chat. Somebody just posted a picture of me uh, holding a... Uh, squirt gun looks like this last gun the last the gun last that's gun, yeah. the last one that exists we gotta buy more so yeah that's uh it's a good time check it out you can see stuff like that patreon.com slash thought cops josh uh sleep science thank you so much for coming on the show yeah thanks for having me i'm glad we could finally make it happen people have been asking for a while when is sleep coming on the show they're always asking and here every day, asking. every yeah. day they were pounding down our doors. And oh, guess, and guess what? Now they're gonna say, "When's he coming back?" Exactly. Right. So, when's he gonna get that gumshoe status? Well, That's I'm never right. leaving. I'm staying right here. Yeah. Well, you have to leave. I live here. You don't. You have to go back to oh. your home. All right. Well, I'm taking your cat. Well, it's not my cat. 
Well, then you can take it. Then. No, not yeah, it's Yeah, you yeah. can have it then. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. I um, hope you are... hope you all doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wholesome episode. See you, Space Cop. See ya. See ya.